Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray show, The Twist. Welcome folks to The Twist, I'm Erica Gray. And good evening from Times Square in the Big Apple, this is Don Pravda speaking. Actually I should say, welcome to The Twist News, because we're officially The Twist News. Sorry, correction there Don. The Twist News in Midtown Manhattan, filled with life, theater, joy, money. We're in the heart of Times Square right now because we're going to be talking about a play that Don and I saw called Leopoldstadt. Leopoldstadt, written by the great Tom Stoppard, Tony Award winning author, playwright, genius. Uh, Tom Stoppard was born in the former Czechoslovakia of Jewish parents. And this is his story as how his parents, of course, and ancestors, relatives that he never knew, perished during World War II. He wrote a, a play called Leopoldstadt about wealthy Jewish people who were really intertwined in society of, of their world in, in Germany. They had money, they had success, but what they deeply also cared about was being accepted into that world of Germany. We are Jews, we are accepted, we have friends, we have power, we have money. Include us, accept us, assimilate us. And then the cookie crumbled. And eventually, as Mr. Uh, Stoppard explains, between the years of 1899 and 1955, those with this power, money, influence, acceptance, they eventually went to a different location called Auschwitz, where they died one by one, and there were others who committed suicide. It's, I think, one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. It deserves a Tony nomination and it deserves your attention. One of the things I want to say about the play, again, being a Gentile and a non-Jew, is that the play really does an excellent job relaying the Jewish experience of anti-Semitism. And I think what I felt, Don, was not just it telling about it through a story, but also you could feel the pain of the Jewish people in experiencing this level of hatred so much so that you notice in the story it starts to affect them emotionally where they begin feeling like there's something wrong with them because they're Jewish. Did you get that as well, Don? Uh, that piece where the spouses are talking about how the, their Gentile spouses need to divorce them? The lead character, who is Nathan, proclaims that he is a Christian. And basically what he did, he went to a lawyer, he bought papers, and it claims that he's Christian. However, when the Nazis enter their home, their elegant place of, this elegant place, a place where only the wealthy, those who are part of the upper echelon society lived. The Nazis entered their home 
They are not interested in the piece of paper that proclaims that Nathan and his family are Christians. They know they are Jews and they're going to pay for it in, those, in that era. Well, the other piece that comes across in the hatred at that time is the fact that even if they were a quarter Jewish, they were to be exterminated. They were on the list. And it's just, it's unimaginable, but it's really a very real part of the Jewish experience. And I think that this play relays it and really shows the suffering of the Jewish people through these events. I mean, the beginning of the story starts and you see a family tree. And then in the end, you learn that most members on that family tree were annihilated in the most barbaric, tragic, and horrific of deaths because they were Jewish. And the only person left in the family is one of the children and he becomes the narrator. But it's a, it's a terrifying story. And yet, Mr. Stoppard with his vast background as a writer, playwright, and screenwriter, by the way, he, he is very witty, there's humor, and there's also that dramatic tension that makes this play one of the best of our generation. The only uh, flaw of the play that I would say is just that it's hard to follow because they show so many families in 1899, or so many family members, and it's hard to follow at the end when they read off what happened, you know, who was who. That's the one negative about the story. It's very hard to follow approximately 14 people who are in the span of two hours on a Broadway stage, how they each connect. But it comes as close as, as possible to being a, an epic story and a real story. And there was also one piece, Don, that was so emotional, and it was masterfully done. It was that piece where you heard what was going on outside the doors of the, the home, and it was just so emotional because you can feel the suffering. Do you agree with that? You know the scene yes. I'm referring to. The screaming, the drama. The screaming, the, the, the crashing the out things. pain. And this family never, it, they can't even fathom that one day they will be the ones who will be taken away. And their fate is sealed by this, this evil that triumphs over Germany in that in that era of 1933 to 1945. Well, the other piece that you also, or that he started drives home, is the separation of the family members and the suffering just in that alone of those separations. And you also see the mothers trying to shield the children. And it, it's spanning from babies to teenagers to their parents and then the grandparents all encountering the 
the same fate. And by the way, uh, we're this just going to have to get is, out. This is, so this is not a fake background, by the way. This is actually oh Times Square. This is not a very background hard. scenery. And this is such an the, These are real people in the background. And they have, they have issues. One thing I would advise, or one thing I would suggest, and I'm totally distracted right now, is it's definitely a must-see, especially to just really understand not only the history of the Jews, but the suffering of the Jews. And we really need to be taking a stand against anti-Semitism and any kind of hatred like this. And it exists. And Don, you want to talk about that? You were telling me about a basketball player. Yeah, regretfully, <laughs> an incredible ball player named Kyrie Irving, who is, you know, saying he's really a wizard. Many people describe him as magic on the basketball court. Of all places, he has chosen to play in the borough of Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn, New York. He is being paid a fortune to show his talents in this city. And he's made a terrible mistake in supporting a film and really supporting a group that's very anti-Jewish and very hurtful and anti-Semitic. And those are the black Hebrews and there's no excuse. And one day I'd like to meet uh, Mr. Irving, and I think we'll share some views, we'll get along, actually we'll get along quite well. And I think in, in retrospect, I think Mr. Irving is going to uh, apologize and try and make peace with the Jewish people. He's made a grievous error. What's horrific about that is that's also on the tail of Kanye West. And so now you're having this message being preached to the black community. And as you explained to me, Crown Heights in Brooklyn is surrounded by the black community. Uh, Waterbury, right. Connecticut, the Orthodox Jewish community, that's a pretty large community there, is also surrounded. And this can really incite conflict, literally between and, and horrific anti-Semitic attacks against the Jewish people. And so we need to see that play, read about it. If there's any way that you can view it, it's definitely a must-see to really drive home to you. But the reason we're talking about it is we're trying to stir you up so that you would take a stand against this in your community. Absolutely. And protect the Jews in your community. All of these things that they talk about are so unfounded. There is no basis in truth. It's all just almost it's conspir conspiratorial, conspiracy theorist. It's a bunch of lies and, it, and it's hate. Pure, unadulterated hate. And the acts commit committed in that hate are just literally out of the darkest recesses of hell. No way should you be a part of it, but you should be also taking a stand against it. Your two cents, Don. Well, I'd like to say in Brooklyn, New York, in the general area of the most famous synagogue in the world, which is 770 Eastern Parkway, 
the general area is considered a black community, and the and the relationships between the black people and the Jewish people actually have been very warm and much improved. Of course, there is some division, which is obvious. However, historically, the Jewish people and the, and the black and black America has actually been one of the very close friendship and sympathy and empathy for each other. Yes, and hopefully more of you, if you're on YouTube, speak out against this and hopefully we can keep it that way. Well, Don, it's a bit noisy out here. It's pretty busy for uh, after COVID in New York City. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's hopping and it's a... It's a beautiful uh, November evening. Wednesday evening, no less. In New York City. And it is very busy here in Times Square. With life and energy. Actually, camaraderie. People are getting along here fine. Any final words, Don? Let's stop the hatred and let's let's have a cup of coffee together. Or if you're really inclined to beer, or a beer without alcohol. I like the beer without, without alcohol. Without the alcohol. Well, till next time, folks. Subscribe to The Twist today. And be sure to stay tuned for more episodes. There will be more highlights, more news. Tune in next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.